welcome back to the Excel Files with Fox. Today, my mom and I are going to be discussing Season 1, Episode 13, Beyond the Sea. Hi, everybody, and happy first day of fourth grade to this little Thank fella you. sitting next to me. How Thank was you. it? Uh, okay. You're one of the big men on campus now. Your school only goes up to fifth grade. I don't know. Yeah, and you climb the stairs. You get to climb the stairs now. That's a big deal. You've always been a first floorer. Now you're a second floorer. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, I guess we could take a moment to remind everybody about our merch. We have merch yeah. for sale. What kind of merch do we have for them? Uh, we have, uh, we have coffee mugs. Mm -hmm. We have tote bags. We do. We have hoodies. Mm -hmm. Just for people who love hoodies. But yes. But we don't have any kid size. So we gotta upload it for kids. Oh, size. we gotta work on that. We really yeah. don't have hoodies for kids? Yeah, we don't have hoodies I thought we added kids. that. Okay. We might have. Uh, and we have tank tops and t-shirts, yeah. too. So support your local alien gang and buy some... Merch. X-Files with Fox merch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alright, you ready to get into it? Take it away, Fox. You want me to start? Yeah. So this episode kicks off on Christmas, right? And the lovely Scully is celebrating with her family. Her parents are leaving and her mom kind of like nudges her dad, like trying to clearly hint at something. And her dad asks how work is. So uh, I also made a note here. Scully is an A plus Christmas decorator. Her apartment looks so festive. Like, did you see all the decorations? I think it was the house. No, she has an apartment, I think. Well, maybe we see that later, but either way, her place looks very merry. So, um, then what happens? Yeah. So, she falls asleep on her couch, watching and and Phil Marshalls mm -hmm. and has a dream about her father. In the dream, he's talking to her, but no sound comes out of his mouth. She wakes up to a phone call. Her mother tells her that her father has died of a heart attack. After that, also, rest in peace, Scully's dad. Um, we hardly knew ye. We hardly knew ye. Uh, next up, we cut to a teen couple smooching it up in their car. I guess they're teens. They're young people. Makes sense. Sometimes you call teenagers rotten teens, and it makes me laugh. So we have a couple of rotten teens smooching, and a cop knocks on the window, right? And he's like, hey, you kids, cut that out. So they step out of the car. But then they see he's wearing, like, jeans. He doesn't look like a cop. When they were in the car, he had a flashlight in their face, and they couldn't see him. They were kind of blinded by it. But when they get out of the car, they're like, wait, no, you're not a cop. And then the dude, the teenage dude, asks to see a badge. And, and he got smacked across the face. And then the girl screamed. No, and he gets shot. Did he get shot? He got shot. It was a loud crack, and I just thought he got slapped. I was just shot. Okay, he got shot in the face. There was a lot of blood either way. Yeah. And then the girl's screaming, so. Mm -hmm. um, and then now we kind of go back to the FBI and our, our favorite agents and what's happening. Mm -hmm. Scully's back at work. <clears throat> yeah. 
and Mulder. She's back at work, even though her dad died. Yeah. And Mulder is researching a string of kidnappings of couples at the local university. Each couple is killed within five days of their abduction, so the clock is ticking for the couple taken recently. Yep. Uh, There's a killer scheduled to be executed who claims he's a psychic, right? What was Boggs? Was that his name? Boggs. Uh, Yeah, it was Boggs something. Yeah, Boggs is a great serial killer name. Um, he wants to, he wants to help in exchange for not being executed, right? So he's saying, I'm a psychic. I will look up where, I will look into my psychic powers and tell you where these teens are. If you Mm -hmm. promise that I won't be executed. Yeah. This made me laugh because Scully is a skeptic like me. Mulder is a believer, like you. In this episode, Mulder's the skeptic. He doesn't believe Boggs. He thinks Boggs arranged the kidnapping so that he had all of the details and could, like, make a deal and lie and pretend to be psychic. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've really never seen him do this. Be a skeptic? Yeah. No, me neither crazy even though you've been watching him for two years well he he thinks the psychic is faking it to get out of being executed and he also thinks scully should take some time off but she says no i need to work yeah um i want to give you a chance to talk but i made a note that we saw a glimpse of Mulder's filing system this episode do you remember what the file said I wrote, I made a note of it. Visionary encounters with the dead. Yeah. And then, and then Scully looked at it and she Mm -hmm. sees that. Sees what? No, the visionary encounters. Right, but we've been talking a lot about, like, how does Mulder file all these X-Files? Is it by victim name? Is it by, like, like, type of death? I'm guessing it's by year. Oh, that's a thought. It could be by year. Mm-hmm. But we've never seen his filing system before. And this was our first peek at it. So, uh, now we're, where does that leave us? Uh, Dana attends her dad's small funeral on a boat. She asks her mom if her dad was proud of her. And her mom kind of doesn't answer. She doesn't answer. She says, he was your father. You know, he was your father. Yeah. Um, I also, it's a no answer answer is what it is. Very unsatisfying. Her mom should have just said yes to make Scully feel good. But she kind of said no. Yeah. If you're not saying yes right away, it's a no. I read when I was doing research on this episode that the actress who plays Scully, that this is her favorite episode of the whole series. Scully? Mm-hmm. She said, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that was just a little side note. All right, now where are we? We are at the prison meeting, the supposedly psychic prisoner. He wants to make a deal. Mulder gives Boggs a piece of one of the kids' clothing and gives them some general details, like that the boy is 
like that the boys is tied up. The boys with, tied up. With packing twine. Yeah, so Mulder gives Boggs like a scrap of a shirt and says, this is the victim's shirt. And Boggs is supposed to use it to like channel the kid's energy and find out where they are, right? But he doesn't give them very interesting details. Um, none of them would help them find the missing couple, right? Yeah. And then this was kind of funny also. Mulder lied, right? And the piece of clothing is coming from one of his own shirts. Yeah, he was like, sucker, that's from my favorite Nick shirt. That wasn't even one of the victims. So he's trying to prove Boggs is lying. On the way out, Boggs starts singing the same song that played during her father's funeral. He also calls her by her dad's special nickname for her Starbucks. She is really freaked out. Yeah, you, you were like, she's really freaked out, you said. Yeah. She was. Yeah, and then she gets in her car and drives, right? Yeah, and then... Oh, wait, no. Well, no, she gets in her car and drives, and she's sort of, like, paranoid and freaked out. (laughs) And then I think she sees her dad on She sees a stone angel, which that was one of the things Bog said, like, look, I don't know, find a stone angel or something. There was, like, an abandoned hotel, hotel with a... Uh, angel statue out front yeah so she stopped and and she went inside and found like burning candles and jewelry and some other stuff right like like trinkets probably stolen from the other rotten teens yeah so then what happens back at the motel Mulder knocks on Scully's door to update her she called in the warehouse and, but she told them she knows suspicious activity out front. She, yeah, not that Boggs let her there. Mulder is upset she lied and confused why all of a sudden she's less skeptic than usual. I think we're all a little confused by that. Not just Mulder. And it's only because he kind of, like, quoted her dad a little bit. Um, alright, now Boggs, his execution date is fast approaching. And Mulder spends most of this episode trying to trick him. What does he do now? Yeah, he pulled up a fake used newspaper article that says the abducted couple has been found safe. The prisoner guard delivers the paper to Boggs, and Mulder's plan is to listen in on calls. Boggs making up he admits something, but only call but the only call Boggs makes is to Mulder. Yeah, so like Mulder makes up a fake newspaper that says, Oh, you know, missing teenage couple found and gives it to Boggs. And I think he's hoping that Boggs freaks out and like calls somebody, maybe his partner on the outside, and admits that he's not really a psychic and that he lied. Or that he knew something about the teens and helped arrange the kidnapping, I guess. Yeah. So Boggs calls Mulder and kind of like taunts him and teases him, right? Uh, Scully thinks that they need to try to work with Boggs, though. Oh, no, he says, I think, uh, I, he said, crap, the, the teens have been found. Yeah. That's what he says. But, but Boggs knows it's baloney. 
He knows it's a fake newspaper. Yeah, he's just trying to make Mulder mm-hmm. leave him. Yeah. So then after that, he taunts him. And then Scully convinces Mulder to give him, like, another chance. Basically. Uh, this time, Boggs gives them better details, right? And he gives them a location, too. He says a small boathouse on Lake Michigan. But he also tells Mulder something. Gives him a warning. What was yeah. it? Don't stay uh, stay away from the right. Yeah, stay away from the White Cross. So super mysterious. Um, the FBI, I, I don't know how they figured out what small boathouse on Lake Michigan. There was but, probably just one. <laughs> one boathouse on all of Lake Michigan? Maybe. Um, or either there was just one on like the other side. Well, the FBI figures out which one and kind of like storm the boathouse and they find the couple, right? Mm-hmm. But then, they only found one of them. Oh, because the guy got shot, right? Okay. Well, they and then the, they found the guy, not the but they did, but the girl got killed. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, the girl survived. Well, either way, this couple is not really that important. I mean, I don't I hate to say that, but the episode's more about Boggs than the couple. I didn't make that many notes about them, I guess. Um, then what are all of the agents doing? They kind of fan out to look for the suspect, yeah, right? And but Mulder gets shot in the commotion. Scully's tending to him. Apparently, she is the world's best medical doctor. She's a medical doctor? What? <laughs> Since when? <laughs> she's, she always acts like we don't know. We know, Scully. You're a medical doctor and you have perfect hair. All right. Yeah, all right, Scully. We get it. <laughs> well, so uh, she's like tending... Mulder, right? And she looks up and what does she say? Oh. She says, uh... What does she see, sorry? Uh, and she realizes they're under White Cross. That's right, Boggs told Mulder to stay away from the White Cross. Her hair's... Her her hair still looks perfect. Of course it does. Even though he just got shot. (laughs) Uh, now Mulder's at the hospital, right? Yeah. I wrote she, where the abducted couple are being shown mugshots, so maybe they did both get and rescued. Then, yeah, Scully loses it on Boggs after that. Oh, she and does, she, yeah. And then that was the part where she called him the B-word. Yeah, okay, so... Trust me, do not watch the show, kids. The local police tell Scully that there's evidence that Boggs' last five murders were committed with their top suspect for the kidnapping right so they have a suspect for the couple abduction kidnappings they have a suspect for those crimes and then we have bogs and they have evidence that links the two together right mm-hmm. uh and so then you tell this part because you seemed very jazzed and 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 she says molder will die bogs tells a story about sneaking down uh the stairs at age 14 and taking one of mom's cigarettes except he's telling scully a childhood story about about her yeah yeah he no he's using his like psychic power to tell scully about a specific incident from her childhood to try and convince her that he's a like legit psychic yeah somehow he knows that she did that and then what does scully like demand to talk to him meaning her dad Boggs channels her dad for a second and it's weird things got weird from 
from first domain the ideal to keep himself from being executed. Yeah, so he's he, he's like, no, I'm not doing that unless you promise me. Yeah. Okay. So Scully's trying to make this happen, right? Mm-hmm. So what's what happens? Uh, yeah. Scully's told by a judge that they, they won't, won't offer. offer. Yeah. yeah. Bob should do. She visits Mulder, who is recovering in the hospital. Her skepticism is just dripping off her, and she's fully on the the bog strain. She also tells Bog she has uh, gotten his deal. He gives her some info, but I'm very unclear on like what info she's asking for, like where they can find the kidnapper, his old partner. It's not really clear what info she's trying to get out of him at this point. The couple's been found. So I was a little confused why they're still dealing with Boggs at all. I guess they want to find the kidnapper and put him in jail. Yeah. Is that... Okay. <clears throat> um, they should have just done a DNA test on the woman to see if... Yeah. Well, don't forget, DNA had not been around that long in 1994. Yeah, but they still could have done it and boom. Well, I, you know, no, you're not wrong, but I'm just saying it, it wasn't we that. We should have done that with the Zodiac Killer. Well, that was before DNA. I know, but they should do that. But there has, but you have to, like in 19, in the 60s, they didn't know that DNA would ever be a thing. So they didn't know they needed to save evidence. You know what I mean? Like, if they had known, I'm sure they would have saved a lot of evidence. So did they just destroy it? Sometimes, yeah. I know. People in the 1960s were so dumb. No. No offense to the people who were Listen, born in the 1960s. That, like, your grandmother? I'm saying no offense. <laughs> uh, all I'm saying is imagine what technology they'll have 50 years from now that we can't even think of at this moment. You don't know what you don't know, young one. Um, so... He also, he tells her, I guess, whatever this info is, I guess where the kidnapper is. And then he tells her, I think he says to avoid the devil. But there wasn't a deal in Scully points out. If you were really psychic, you would have known that. She's like, ha, there was no deal. You should have known that. Using the info box. Gave them. Uh, yeah. They find the kidnapper. They chase him. And while he's running, he falls off a catwalk and lands many floors on the ground below. Scully looks up and sees a devil painted on the wall. Well, right by where he fell. Yup. Uh, Scully visits Boggs. He basically saved her life by telling her to avoid the devil, right? And so she she believes him. Um, I was not personally clear if he was psychic or just like a good guesser. I mean, it seems like he was probably in tune with something. He was probably psychic. Well... That's why you're the Mulder and I'm the Scully. Because <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, he tells her he will give her her dad's message when it's execution time. Yeah. Um, but on the walk to the chamber, he sees like ghosts and spirits lining and the hallway. Yeah. Like, Scully is taking. She's she, talking mm-hmm. to Mulder about if Boggs is a real psychic or not. She's scared to admit she believes and Mulder pats her on. Just, it was a very nice moment. I, I think she's scared to admit she believes. As you would have said, as you would have said, this was a perfect time to kiss. 
It was a perfect time to kiss. I was Do just it. about to say that. Um, I think she, why do you think she's scared to admit that she believes Boggs? I guess because she's usually skeptic and Alder will probably tease her. Oh, huh. I think also, like, if she's used to saying that she doesn't believe in things, if she says she believes in one thing, it starts opening up a lot of possibilities, right? And it's kind of scary. It's a slippery yeah. slope. Um, so what would you rate this episode? I actually am going to give this episode probably like a 10. I'd say a 9.5. I, yeah, I agree. I really liked it. I liked like the psychic angle. Um, I liked that Mulder and Scully were kind of switched and being skeptic and being a believer. I, I just, I loved this episode. I thought it was so good. Okay, so thanks for listening. Join us next time for season one episode... Uh. Uh, 14, gender bender. Until then, remember that the truth, truth is, is out there. there! You're awesome.